Hey guys, it's Richard, producer of uh, the show and player of QB Fox. As you've heard, if you listen to the credits, um, something happened with my computer settings as I was recording this episode. So the first, uh, up to about the three and something minute mark, like three and a half minutes, is uh, just kind of bad. Uh, it was recorded with my in-computer speed... Uh, in computer microphone instead of the actual microphone I had on the table. I caught it. I fixed it. Uh, had to trash a bunch of extra audio. Not a lot happened. Some bad jokes. You didn't miss a lot. Uh, so unfortunately, that kind of stuff goes away. But you can listen to it in our sister podcast, the full amount of Twilight Imperium Renegades, or whatever we decide to call it. So listen to the episode. Enjoy. Here comes the intro. So as we left last time, we were in the middle of the action. We just captured Damien. We were ready to go and rock the show. Is that a phrase people say? It will be when this podcast hits gold, but we didn't get off world. Now, hopefully nothing happens between here and there. You'll find out this time on Twilight Imperium. Today's Twilight Imperium brought to you by the Fall of Board Games. I had a chance to read the manual today. Really? Uh, what's your manual? <laughs> Uh, well, how is he supposed to charge whether the game's good or not? Oh, you play the game. You, play demo. And then you, you get a refund if it sucks. Well, uh, there's, I mean, I guess, well, I mean, that does happen at like board game cafes and things. You could play the board game. And then I gotta find people at a board game cafe. Yeah, unless they can pay me the demo board game for the internet. And then it sucks or something anyway. To be fair, I looked it up on Amazon right now. It's only eighty six dollars. Okay. Only eighty six. Are you are you kidding me? Okay. But Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition is one hundred and fifty. So yeah, so that says a lot about how shit the game is. Wow. This is an expensive hobby. If you still value Twilight Imperium as way more, I'm just saying. Twilight Imperium is also three times the size. I'm just saying. Well, the thing is, if you look the fourth edition and the fact that it contains all of mm. third edition plus the expansions like you probably dropped over what like 200 on just all that stuff it was 160 so, so it's about it's the, same. the same thing or you can just play Civ go and drop thousands of dollars on blue crates yeah, yeah. I never understood that, that CSGO the counter strike offensive okay I was going to say CSGO because I was like, Counter Strike on your phone where you walk around and you shoot people? Yeah. People, people say CS2 because no one plays CS2. Yeah. So, Richard doesn't end up doing all of this. Sit or what else do you want to What the hell are you talking about? Video games and board games? What have I gotten myself into? We are all Pokemon. Welcome to that's the other podcast that we're doing. <laughs> what is reality, right? <laughs> Join Philip on his new podcast, Why Does the Pencil Bend? Would. You can't what even see bad. the pencil. Is it real? Is it fake? It could first, be a robot poking. Oh my god, he just made it disappear into his hand! The Whoa. first, the first oh. visual magic podcast. 
<laughs> oh my god, he just made a dog appear oh, out of nowhere. His own reaction mark, just, mark, just grabbed you. What, you had to what see incredible it. magic you just did. Alright, Nathaniel, now push the massive mountain of whipped cream into Lake Huron, Ontario. <laughs> whipped cream and my waterfalls. Uh, it's turned into lemonade. Oh. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we? Yeah. Magic of radio. Yeah. Give me one sec. <laughs> uh, but before we return to the action at hand, <clears throat> uh, Vines by Zero, played by Chris, is going to tell us a little bit about his obligation, what it is, how we got it, that kind of thing. So b- before before you do that, I am kind of curious, like story wise, these these obligations come up session wise, but within the story it doesn't really sync up with like now it's your turn to do it so like how like how are you kind of seeing this story-wise it's like well my obligation was before for the last session now it's um uh, now it's zeros well type of idea. Like, i mean each yeah. session takes place over the, a matter of weeks because of the travel time and all that kind of stuff um, I think all of I think you can relate to a real person being sort of haunted by their past. Yeah. And your 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 past doesn't come back to bite you every minute of every day, right? Sometimes it's worse than others, especially if you're sick or you're down. Mm-hmm. Right? So jumping through a, a rock ceiling totally activated his <laughs> stress. <laughs> Maybe he's just thinking about the past. Statement: yeah. This is deja vu, or just considering they think that about you it guys from your are end. actively seeking someone who has a bounty on his head. True. Maybe it makes sense for the person okay. who has a bounty on his head to be thinking about his. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. And that it does. Yeah. Well, that, that that's the reason I asked. I was just kind of the clock. Just been kind of curious, story wise, like 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 how like how how to explain that, right? So right. it's just my curiosity. Could just be weighing on your mind is how it plays out in these early sessions, and I know Nathaniel has intense towards it having more. Obvious in-game repercussions. I later can't on. wait for my stuff to happen. Yeah. What happens when the third obligation is rolled? You'll find out. Uh, Just so I can prepare you, something. Do I need, what do I need to first. prepare? What do you need to prepare? Yeah, like um, um uh, tears. Ooh. Uh, fear. For sure. Uh, Tears for fears. <laughs> Just like, uh, like story-wise, for, Regrets, my, for my character. Recrimination. Uh, so no, the I think I mentioned this. Death. The third, the third, every third time it comes up, mm-hmm. something within the session will happen. So it okay. An event will happen. So you don't need to prepare anything. That you'll be ready for the consequences. Whether it's part of your past or nice. part of like mm-hmm. maybe you're doing a hack and you just go, I can't do this. I remember this yeah. thing. It stops you. You'll actually realize you've had eyes all along. Or maybe. Maybe your s- brother slash sister and something you to find out comes to you in a dream and is like, hey, guess know. what? Uh, t- fuck you. <laughs> Could be a seven. <laughs> Could be a seven thousand. Who knows? Yeah, well, you're too sick. And then I say, I could not. My brain did not let me. Okay. Um, thanks. And then you just have a heart attack in your sleep. You forgot to take your laundry out of the dryer. Oh, God. They punch you while you're sleeping. You roll initiative. (laughs) What a great idea for session nine. Hey, Buck, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) He's our shit. (laughs) Wake up with cold sweats. Are you having night terrors? Yeah. (laughs) She came to me, I guess. Worse than the usual 
look on it. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Was the ship below you? Okay, let's go ahead. Oh, you did that. That okay. was still the scariest. I don't so, care about the plants. <laughs> so we that was played, the scariest session. We played Twilight Imperium over this over the last weekend. Was that? Who was uh, it was fantastic. Uh, Thomas uh, one, but Thomas, it was pretty close. I was I, second, and Kirk was third. Battle. I, I was the only one that had a worse on. It was great. Uh, but we played that and like like three or four times during the course of it Nathaniel made the joke of the ship is below you and every time it still like gave me a heart attack (laughs) and everyone's like what is this guy talking about everyone just (laughs) everybody else is like like the two people that didn't understand did not understand but the rest of us were like no (laughs) hashtag triggered (laughs) go ahead take it away Chris alright to get a sense of why Undivised by Zero has a bounty on his head. We need a little galactic history lesson. Back in the year of 2029, the last time I need to roll lore. Uh, I got away for all these witty little jokes to get out of the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. At the height of the uh, Lazax Empire, high technology was flourishing. And no other race was better known for the mastery of technology and science than the Hylar of the universities of Jolnar. But even they came across sapient robotics as an accident. They were never able to reproduce the accident, and the engineering team that was responsible for it was killed in a failed corporate espionage kidnapping. As a result, the uh, utopia of free and cheap robot slave labor that sounds great for everybody who isn't a robot uh, never came to be for two reasons. One was that they uh, were never able to refine the process of creating sapient robotics. The general gist of it is that the neural networks involved take about a decade to train. And while they can run many of them in parallel, the cost of it is prohibitive and high. How did they find out it would take that long when they didn't even know that they came up? Like they, they, didn't, they invented them randomly. Right, and that's how long it took for them to hit upon the one solution at random when they were running many parallel together. So they're running a whole bunch of experiments, one of them worked. They're like, oh, it seems to be understanding us, it's talking intelligently, it's grasping concepts. And all they had is the notes of the engineering team left behind. I meant like, uh, so they meant to create these robots, just not out of control fighting machines, right? <laughs> not sentient ones that had the free will. Sa- like, sapient. Uh, sapient, there you go. Okay, so they, they sapient, did just stumble upon making robots. They just stumbled upon making these. Like they were just trying to make slave labor workers kind of thing. They were in fact aiming for sapients. Okay. The difference being that there had been many robots before that. Uh, Robots very much like we have in the modern real world that were, you know, attached to factories and performed a very limited set of functions under direct human control. Robots that were semi-independent but required uh, strictly controlled conditions in order to work properly. Like, for example, the droids on Astarni who required a massive network of the station in order to function. Mm. And could only really function inside that environment, taken outside of it, they would stop understanding what was where. Like they're Bluetooth connected. They're Bluetooth connected <laughs> to each other, and they're not fully sapients, and they require restricted environments. Mm-hmm. So true sapients on the level of human or SAR or Hakan or Letnev intelligence 
was rare and difficult to achieve. And so it was cheaper and more effective, cost-effective throughout the galaxy to just continue to pop out more babies of whatever race you wanted to enslave and use them. Mm-hmm. Thus, the sapient robotics that the Hylar did create uh, were extreme luxury items. It would be like having a luxury yacht or your own private jet to okay. own even the lowest class of sapient robots like to serve butler. as a butler or a personal secretary. Bodyguard. Wait, what about those? Vastly, va- nope, just a moment on that. Okay. Vastly out of the reach of the normal consumer, but there were billionaires and trillionaires and quazillionaires who would have some just because they could. Yep. Uh, it would be like having a really expensive suit. Like normal life. Or, like, or a or private like, jet. Uh, just or because like you a can. smartphone. Jay Leno with all his like huge collection of cars. Oh, type of idea. I thought you were going to say Jay Leno with his huge chin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... He has to pay a lot for It's a lot of plastic. Or it's like these guys that have like like huge... like military assets from like previous wars like they have tanks and airplanes and With, stuff like it that. would be like having your own museum you have to right. understand the cost involved isn't just training and growing up this sapiens it's also of course the shell and all of the robotics that go inside of it which are expensive and can't be miniaturized well or weren't miniaturized well until fairly recently i'll get to that in a moment the uh only other uh entity that could afford robotics, sapient robotics, is of course the government having an infinitely large budget with which to work. Sounds like this government. However, the government also decided, the Lazaks in particular decided, that they had to have a monopoly on sapient combat robotics. So if owning a civilian model, which had no combat capabilities and was fairly fragile actually, was like owning a private jet, then owning even the least of the combat models of sapient robotics would be like owning a private fighter jet fully armed with nuclear missiles. (laughs) The government just isn't going to let you have it. And if you do somehow acquire it, they're going to do everything they can to take it away and get rid of you. So luckily, like, the Federation of Soul hasn't clued in to what you are, at least for the second. Or or it's also like, uh, like, there's people that end up with fighter jets, but all the weapon systems and all the other stuff has been either removed or... or Disabled. Right? Which right. is what we can, I guess, kind of assume were the guards that were at Astarte as well. So do people assume you're just not... So this was all at the height of the Lazax Empire, right. I remember. Uh, this so was a thousand, thousand years ago? A yeah. thousand years ago. So that's not long So when the Lazax were able to enforce their will, there were no military droids outside of the grasp of the military. Mm-hmm. If ever something like that did happen, then they would track down quickly. They, the robots themselves were uh, recommissioned back into the military, and whoever managed to get their hands on one disappeared. Yeah. Fast forward six or seven hundred years. Jeez. The Lazaks are long gone. The process for creating for creating sapient robots has never become cheaper or easier, but of course there's been plenty of time to churn out a few. Before the end of the initial conflict that defeated the Lazaks and plunged the galaxy into the Twilight Wars, the Lazaks uh, commissioned from the Hylar several different factories 
whose purpose was nothing but churning out combat droids. One of those is uh, one we encountered on Hope's End, for instance, that's long been dormant, but seems to maybe be active again, at least in some limited fashion, for producing the shock trooper type droids. And those were sort of the medium workhorse of the Lazax Empire. Very tough, very powerful, not particularly bright. Uh, at the bottom end, they had uh, regular combat droids, which were sort of like the combat droids from Star Wars. Roger, Roger. Pretty fragile, pretty stupid. But well, we've seen those like on Will Primus, the ones mm. that are used for security yeah. and things. Where we took them out in like a shot. Exactly. Pretty weak. They're weaker than a biological fighter might be, but they have some advantages in that they can work in environments that a biological never could. Yep. And then there's the top of the end line. Uh, models which were meant for covert black ops. They were a single insertion, they were incredibly expensive to make, they can't be churned out mass production because each of them is built to order with specific abilities, specific loadouts, and they're meant for specific purposes. The model that they're all based on was originally conceived of as a faux bodyguard uh, for council members mm. with the real intention of the droid of course being that it would get into privates and delicate um, security arrangements by being or pretending to be the bodyguard mm -hmm. for a council member and then carry out their assassination mission against some other council member <laughs> before returning incognito and continuing to be the bodyguard like until he left. Espionage. <laughs> and of course they had to be equipped to deal with whatever bodyguards that other council member would have. And so they were made tough, and they were made powerful, they were made fast. When these, uh, like, droids uh, did such works, would they not, be, like, they'd be indistinguishable, right? Because they would, do they all look the same, or do they have, like, a, a like name or code, or, like, something where people would say, wow, that's the droid that killed that dude, or something. Exactly. Remember on Mole Primus, when we were uh, discussing the appearance of those regular combat droids? <laughs> Mm -hmm. And we we're saying, well, actually, look a lot like Zero from a distance. Yeah. Like the other combat droids could confuse me for one of their own units. So they were built to be indistinct, indistinguishable, at least from a distance. When you got up close, you could see the difference mm -hmm. in the build quality, as it were, yeah. but, and the toughness. But from a distance, they would look very much the same. But between like the high, like level droids, like say you have like ten of the spy droids or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, you said you they had specific loadouts and specific tailoring. Yeah, yeah but other. that doesn't mean it's all appearance-based. It could um, be in the skeleton mm -hmm. that they like tools or something, shell. right? So right. visually, aside from stuff that you might build on the outside, like extra armor or ch to change the appearance specifically, was there a set kind of color or metal used? Or? There was. The material quality was much higher for the uh, covert droids. Uh, during the height of the Lazax Empire, they used the same sort of armor material that the shock troopers used, which was highly absorbent of energy weapons and ballistics, uh, high ablation. They, uh, the Hylar lost access to the material that this armor is made from after the fall of the Lazax Empire because it came from across the galaxy from a different planet. Mm -hmm. So they no longer use that, but they use something similar, and that's why Zero, when he finds that fragment of shock trooper armor, is able to upgrade his own armor with it. 
Oh, so it kind of became like an alloy of that with this other more subpar type of metal. So exactly. the metal on you now is the metal from when they used to make combat. Right. Drugs. So he he hands the um, the serial that he found, the serial smith, yeah. sort of make him an alloy out of his existing armor plating plus Even then the new was, coat. And he was aware. Even it was a patchwork job. That's yeah. right. He was, he was aware of what it. Yeah. DBZ was aware of what it was. He had a good idea that this was something that he had seen before but never had access to. Okay. Uh, right, okay. so... So this is 700 years after the fall <laughs> this, this, this is still not even near us. We're not, we're not, not quite there yet. I like so. like Today on Twilight Renegades. No, we're like 25 minutes into this, and I am like engrossed in this story. <laughs> so 900 years ago... The Hylar having not very many uh, governments, that's what I'm looking for, government commissions for their droid technology began to branch out to other other entities that could afford the uh, droid technology they had to peddle, particularly the low end technologies like the sentry droids that we saw on Old Primus, Mm. like the uh, service droids we saw on Astarte, and they would have been made 200 to 100 years ago, and they would have started to be sold around that time. And they also started very quietly peddling out their top-of-the-line COVID droids to those who uh, could obviously afford it, like devised by Zero's previous owner and commissioner, who was the major crime boss of the Galactic Corps. Right. Hmm. We'll, we'll talk more about next time we roll the obligation. Wow, we know who. When devised by Zero escaped from his previous owner in details that we will discuss at a future time, his owner put a bounty on his head because he was very expensive hmm. and he would like him back. Um, is this guy still alive? If not, how is this bounty still on you? Is it through blood or is it through people that know this guy, government? Like, what's this bounty through? As far as Divine Spine Zero knows, his previous owner is still alive. You have to remember that Zero has been in the Vale of Tears for at least X number of years. Yeah. Divine Spine Zero's own personal history will go into more next time Mm -hmm. as well, but. Uh, the short story there is that he decided to get as far away from his previous master as he could, and that's why he was in the Vale of yep. Tears on Mole Primus in the first place. Which is why I'm just assuming, like, if this was 900 years ago, this guy's like. Oh, that's when the Hylar started to sell their. Oh, you were. Just, you might have just been sold like recently then. Yes, and remember that most of the races in the TI universe are not constrained to a single century of life. Yeah. Right now, for example, live multiple centuries. Well, I know, I was just... What about the Kikin? The Sarlacc. I, I, I don't know, that's the thing, I don't know the lore. Some of these races may only the last, Sarlacc like, 20 years. Are, are short-lived, I'm oh, sure. They oh, like, oh, some races oh, might only be 20 years, so, I'm not so sure. You're like, 10 years so. old? <laughs> the the Sarlacc get 50, I think it is. I mean, the Doctor sad, can... It's right. technically, like, 4,000 years old. What, what, what about, what about or the Or a couple billion, depends what you I can? You're like, you could live probably comfortably into your second century. You'd probably, Sweet. you'd probably, you'd probably, the one where you probably wouldn't be considered old capsule. until you were over a hundred, and you'd probably pass away Dying. around 150, 160. Okay, so kind of like, kind of like Teal from Stargate. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Spoilers for Stargate. 
<laughs> Just spoiled Doctor Who. I'm sorry, Katie. Um, welcome so, to our other but, uh, welcome, welcome to, to the podcast. podcast. Spoiler, spoiler. Sci- sci-fi spoiler cast. <laughs> so, so I, I know this really doesn't have much to do with stuff, I suppose. But going through all of that and kind of explaining your bounty and everything, I am kind of curious. Does divides by zero have like a sentience to him, or like like obviously a sentience to me? So sentience means I can feel, and sapience means I can think. Oh, okay. So that's why it irks me every time they say sentience in Star Trek. Oh, okay. So so like you're as as far as you know, you're like you're an individual, right? A completely unique, independent, sapient entity. So you're not you're not relying on like pre-programmed, like uh, algorithms and. High, Data. high tech, high, high tech AI type like, stuff. Do this like to your left. You're you're thinking along. You're thinking at the same high level as all the other races. Divines by zero would say a much higher level. <laughs> all right. Well, I would assume a much higher level. I, I guess I, I guess I'm just trying to kind of get get a feel for your character a bit. So for for a I sense mean, from one, so yeah, I'm a I was about, to, doing, I was about but... to say. So from a sense of the character uh, details. He's not much of a thinker in that he doesn't think about strategy much. He doesn't think about philosophy. He's not really concerned with the finer things or the finer points. But is he sapient, as in can he think about himself? And is he cognizant of himself as an entity? Hmm. Then yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I assume he could. He just, like, in his, in his like, uh, I want to say blood... He doesn't feel the need that he cares well, to, or doesn't need to, or it well, doesn't Chris even cross his mind. his particular model being tailor made, so obviously yeah. this particular droid has been tailor made. So that's all he thinks that he needs to care about, right? So that's like his highly optimistic. like that's my that's my lifestyle. Like yeah. that's what I need to do. Where other people are right. like, I need to make food. I need to do this. You're just like, I need to kill. Well, he doesn't need to eat. So. Exactly. exactly. It would be like finding for yourself a hitman, right? Obviously his experiences in life have molded him into someone who thinks that killing is an acceptable way to make money, right? Well, DBZ just happened to be built that way, built thinking that killing people was probably the right thing to do with the rest of his life. All the time. Cool, I like it. Anyways, okay, so we're on Arcturus, okay. It's still uh, April 19th, 2039, since we did not deliver Damien. I think you mean 3029. What did I say? You said 2039. We are back in the war <laughs> during with the Lazax. 3029. Uh, the ship is below you. One last question I have is yeah. because, like, like I had my obligation come up last week, um, am I still restricted now because of Chris's character? You are now restricted to the new restriction, which is that your um, stress, your strain is reduced by one. Okay, so, so the I'm next not... time you go to heal your strain, you'll be back up to minus one. Oh, okay, but did he like fine catnip or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that he was ran out. That'll happen later. But it I guess it's, I guess it's more so. It's like you to worry about it. Very very strenuous, and it's like it's not really doing the, the job as much as it yeah. usually well, does. Like with any, like any, like any addiction, you start yeah. having to need more. What's it called? Same you're, high. you're getting a higher tolerance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You're like, y'all smoke so much weed, it takes like three grams. Or be like exploding. Really made me think about things. Very difficult. I'm still sore. I can believe that he's been he's been putting that much in his tea. He's brewing that day. So you've captured the guy. 
Now we need to see if you can get off our turrets without anyone chasing you. Uh, so I'm going to have uh, QB make a piloting space force. Oh, I'm still in, I'm still in my, my fighter thing. This, are we... Oh, it's, well, you got the guy. I'm telling you that you're... Oh, okay, you're in the fighter. So where we... I'm, I'm still in the fighter, and where we left it was he, he was still in the, the, the room. The room, yes. Right? He surrendered. Right, That's and he right. picked him up and he threw him over his shoulder or whatever. We're in the ship, aren't we? I thought he well, I thought they got I'm, I'm walking with the guy back to the ship. Right, but you're in the fighter. I'm still you're separate. Okay. Okay. I'm just getting a sense of that. Okay, cool. Because you were flying, right? Yeah. Is there anything we can salvage? I was I was actually genuinely gonna ask you if I could take some of the parts from the robots. Okay, I wanna give you the impression that the rest of the base, which is a planet size is aware of your presence, oh. and you might think it would be prudent oh. to leave now. <laughs> we should go. So, so we can't steal one of the giant I still want to save. So I connect my ship to the docking clamp. Is there any way he can grab, like, one of the AA pieces? Or like... <laughs> the AA guns are the size of like tanks. This is DBZ. This is my buddy divides right here. You just need extra metal or something. So I've got my rocket shoulder on rocket shoulder. My rocket rocket shoulder on your launcher. My rocket launcher on one shoulder, the dude on the other. Yeah. Query. Can I get a pickup? Well that's right. You've gone through the ceiling, so the ship is actually hovering above me. Uh, so I'll, I'll ship is above you. I jolt, right? No, I'll zero ship doesn't care about your joke. Uh, my, <laughs> my ship is below me. So I, I, I pilot my my yeah. fighter. I clamp him to the thing, and then I okay. jump into the the pilot seat. Do, do okay. we do we have like a, a ladder thing we can throw out the? No, we, we, we already talked the about this. Point on this. We, we literally talked about that last time. He's like, I'll just spend this. You will have to come down a whole thirty feet to pick me up. Oh, open the ramp. Uh, well, I mean the pilot thing. I can just. I, I can't, can't you like open the door? Don't you have skills on something? You pilot, come on. Door. Look, I could probably I hit, pry it open. I hit, it close I hit the things to make the, the ramp go down. I fly the ship lower so he can get on. I get but on. Still have to and jump then, up. Okay, let's Cause leave. That's why he's rolling for Okay, he's rolling to see if we leave. Uh, combustion. Ship explodes. All dead. <laughs> I'm rolling to see if other ships show up while you're leaving. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have to. I can't take us off. Oh, I have to get in the atmosphere first. You can't oh, astrogate yeah. on a planet. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. You just want to astrogate all the time. Gotta get us out of the gravity well. Not lucky so far. Uh, you botched Nathan. You, you, you that's not bad. Where's my message? Nathaniel? Sorry. What you get? Uh, <laughs> success three advantage. One success only. We'll see. What do your skills do? Yep, you're lucky. I didn't get any failures. Oh. But all your advantages are cancelled. That's fair. See, it's not that we're gonna roll 12 right. this game, it's just you're gonna roll ones. Alright, so uh, we're in okay. space. Uh, what do we see around us? Space. 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 So do we see any space fighters or ships nice coming into the well, area? Fighters, the fighters are behind you. They're coming from the, from the planet. Alright, cool. And I'm gonna try to astigate this. You're under... You're under stress, so if you want to make this astrogation check without having to fight the fighters behind you, you're gonna have to take strain. Alright. Doesn't he have some abilities in regards to that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I do, actually. Um, skill jockey, remove. No, it's planetary in space. That would just be. That would just be for that. That wouldn't be astrogation. Galaxy mapper, maybe. Uh, remove. Uh, Oh, it's that's astrogation checks take half normal time. Okay, well, I was gonna I was gonna give you a setback. That's fine. I'll just roll right to the difficulty against you. Go ahead. So are we going back to the planet, or are we going to the station? Where are, are you guys? Where are you guys going? Are you uh, leaving the system? Are you going back to license? Yeah, let's go back to uh, Alpha let's, Loris and Yeah, let's, let's cash okay. in. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's only two days away. 50,000, right? No, no, it's 25 to capture half oh, that for Two success, five advantage. 
Two Come six. on, Richard. Flat advantage. Yep. Unfortunately, you failed it. You have four advantage left over. Really? Yeah. Can, can I... To the guns, boys. I'm may, in the guns. May I inspire him to uh, do better? Not suck. <laughs> <laughs> but he can re-attempt on his next turn. But that means... That's fair. Okay. Then, uh, what, are, are we in turn order well, okay. or can I jump into the guns? No, we're not in turn order. We're in quasi-turn order right well, now. Well, okay. Give, so me, give me one second. I go to the space that's allotted to one of these guys in the bunk area, sure. slam the pirate captain down onto one of them, sure. and... Pull something across. What have we got in this Okay, uh, so I have. With? You said I had four advantage? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I, I'll spend three advantage to force <laughs> one enemy ship to veer off. Oh, okay. And I'll but use the last advantage I have to add a boost die to the allies next roll. Uh, so one fighter is going somewhere else and somebody else is getting a boost die, whoever gets in the gun next. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, I just take a bunch of the sheets then and I knot them around him and around the bunk to hold him in place. Right. Oh, this, okay. this fucker. Statement. Don't move. Or I will probably have to break two legs. Uh, he just nods, kind of. That's no, why don't you just knock him out? Oh. Did you break one of his legs? Statement. It's harder to knock somebody out without killing them than you might think. You just <laughs> say non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cut him in half. Non-lethal. <laughs> you very enough. What about you two? What are you doing? Well, I'm still in the guns, right? Oh, you are in the turret. Okay, what are you doing? I'm inspiring everybody to do better at their job. Uh, with this feet up on the console, do better. So role leadership. I, I'm just on the. I'm just on the intercom on the on the, on the system. Just try harder. I'm like, okay, so easy. Man. Time so, to get good, scrubs. Time to get good. So then, oh, I guess I have to add my boost die to freaking. Roll over. I shoot at that before he rolls. That's funny. Statement. I have good. Uh, who has the higher agility between you two? I have two. I have two. Who has the higher presence? You do, obviously, Kirk. So yes, the boost I host to Kirk. Okay. Hey. I'll inspire you that much better. Huh. All right, extra D6. Inspire, right. kid. Oh wait, no, hold on. I'm looking at. Nice D12 for his boost. You have a D6. Okay. He's looking at medicine. No. I was like, wait, I don't get three D12s for this. You yeah, shake it. Oh, that's good. Use medicine to inspire them. Sure. Well, I got five triumphs. I got five triumphs. I might be lying a little. Okay. <laughs> it's not possible to get triumph with okay. a D6. Two, four, <laughs> or a D8 at that. Um, so I have two successes and one, two... I have two successes and seven advantages. Oh. Hey, wow. do you want to make okay. more ships veer off? One boost, one boost die, one boost die for everyone else who takes their action next. How many ships uh, are there following what us? The hell? And we'll count the advantages half to then. Well, we'll count them quarter. So that's one and a half, or oh, three quarters. So, so somebody, can, can, can I use the advantages for something else? How many do we have left? Hmm? How many do we have? Our combat situation seven, now. Never right? mind. Space seven advantage or seven else. Spending advantage and triumph. Starting so then just make other ships veer off. Right, so you How many ships are there? Spend six of those there and give each of two. us another. So then two make another stars. make another shift veer off and then give me. I think we should just kill them to show who's boss. <laughs> Kurt, 
course, enemy ship to veer so off. So I made three. one leave. I made one leave. Okay, so how many are there? If you make another one leave, no. I mean, it comes they're not fighters though. They're patrol. You could just give us both yeah. two. How many? Worth it. How many? How many ships are following us? There were two. There I made two. one leave. There were two. two? Okay. Well, I'm gonna spend three to force the other one to go away. Okay. What are you gonna do with the other four? Give his. Boost um, die. I'm going to give boost die to bear. Okay. No. To 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 watch to watch the captive that much more intently. I say you just <laughs> ram into yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say you just get Richard boost die. Um, so for my next astrogation. So you can astrogate. To die. Okay. Better this time. Astrogate. Okay. Um, I'm going to really spend. Really I'm going to spend two to add a setback die to the enemy's next pilot in your gunnery yeah, check. So There's nobody they veered off. They There's veered nobody off. there. They're gone. Just let's astrogate out okay, of here. Okay. Then you get four away. boost die. Okay. Thank yeah. God, because you messed up the first time. If you mess it up, Richard. I don't. Astrogate with the I see a one and I see a one and two twos, Richard. You succeed so well, you overshoot the star and end up in a vector rat. Awesome. Wow. Okay. And we got there before we left, right? Where are they? Wow. All those boost die did nothing. You're. Yeah, why are you rolling like a monopoly rolls. die? I know. That's a fake ass from here. Get, get rid of that monopoly die. You still have good rolls. Oh my god. Don't tell me that was wrong with me. All the advantages, right? If you fail again. He's going to. He's going. I got two success on advantage. Damn it, Richard. You failed again. It's been rolling incredible astrogation rolls the whole game. It had to happen eventually. It, yeah. Eventually. Um, what, what now? What now? Nothing. You get out of the system, but double double the time it takes you to get back to off. Oh my god. Took us the scenic route. QB, I told you to get good. <laughs> okay, so it took you four days to That's get back to life. This isn't a two. Whatever. So it's the 23rd of April now. Mm. At least we weren't going very far away. <laughs> it takes you 120 days to get to. Uh, Couldn't astrogate no matter how <laughs> that was hard the I tried. One near us. Learn how to astrogate. He told you to go in a circle 77 times. Well, that was the thing, right? Last session we rolled a billion triumphs. This session we're gonna roll ass. Where's that on the die? Well, I don't know oh, about you, but I haven't rolled yet. So. <laughs> I just rolled three ass. Three triumphs right there. Boom, I literally just rolled. You wasted it! You wasted it! You wasted You should have saved Why that did you use your energy? That was, that was your only try. Wow, we're like peeking out of the mics. I love distortion. Oh, uh, is that the mind net? Shut <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, to expediate, to expediate this so we don't have to talk to the SAR for three hours to get our money. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, they, uh, they take the guy from you, uh, describe in fairly uncomfortable detail how they're going to execute him in public. Jeez. Right, I need um, details. Oh, that's why they wanted him alive. I, I want to watch. Statement. We should remain. <laughs> <laughs> For um, the festivities. Please, no. And, uh, they tell you that they've, uh, wired your money to your, uh, pre-more mercenary oh, guild account. Wired the RBC oh. account. Oh, okay. So we get to pick up that money at the mercenary account. Gotcha. Yeah, it'll take us, like, another month to get the freaking money. Oh. Okay, then, wait, do we have another job? We have Cat another one? You can't, you don't have the physical money, but you can use, like, a wiring system okay. to I wire the money to I, I was about to say Cadix is visibly frustrated oh. and annoyed okay, by no, the so fact that can't. he doesn't get actual then, credits. Then you remember that Western Union is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can basically, yeah, exactly. You basically have okay. a Thank God for Western Union. Do, do I have a card? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like a yeah. Do I have like a hand chip so that only I can use it? And then you would like broadcast the signal to other people and that would sort of transmit the credits. Can, can I can I get like a chip for my account that Absolutely only Caddix can use? <laughs> That's hackable, so no. <laughs> All right, let's... Okay, so they, we went there, we did the thing. Can we go back to the other place I and do something. We need our hand. <laughs> Ow! Stop pulling! <laughs> Here, I have a knife. <laughs> Ow, stop cutting! Now the pain is gone, correct? <laughs> Ow, stop bleeding! Oh, it's a different pain, you said? <laughs> Sorry. Just because everybody wishes they were zero doesn't mean you should steal my thing. I wish I was one. Okay. I'm the one to your zero. Unfortunately, mm. Damien planted a bomb on your ship and you explode the next time you go to work. Sick. Well, I, I, guess, I guess we could go up and ship that's really bomb. quick, actually. <laughs> Dam- uh, Damien spent his whole time face down tied to a bunk. Yeah. Don't think he was planting yeah, any bunk. Mouth. Oh. And, uh, and, his chest. And, no! and Bear was jumping on him the entire time. Entire time. Yeah. Entire time just to keep yeah, him Yeah, unfortunately, down. Bear hit the trigger and I was <laughs> Bear is the first to die, really. <laughs> so we do have Bear's another mercenary life. mission that we can carry out we we on the major plans of the <laughs> so, new so system. We, so, Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the next mission we have from the works is, is Winu. For the Winuans. You accidentally right. hit the Winarans. Winarans. So, just to recap on that mission, it was about corporate espionage, which I spelled horribly wrong. What? Was it corporate or industrial? Corporate. Uh. Um, basically, the problems that or the details we found out is that the Winarans are having issue with the Gashlai, which are very militaristic, as well as the fact that the uh, kings of Mechatol have arrived back on perimeter, right. and and uh, a faction of the Winarns on Mechatol Rex accept them as the overlords, versus the as ones on Winu do not recognize them as the supreme overlords. So right. I'm assuming that's where the corporate uh, issues come in, and that we probably have to go kill somebody. My guess is not. I don't think the, the L1Z1X are at all related to the Winarin's corporate espionage. I don't know. That, that that's, that's what Caddox can gather based off of the info that we have. My um, suspicion that it has something to do with the high water, actually, but I guess we'll see. Well, I guess then we'll fly there. How far away is it? Uh, one, two, or maybe three, six days. Right, uh, let me use different dice. Well, we just, <laughs> we, we just don't have enough information yet. Let me go back to my my uh, my sets days. from D and D. Or maybe it's very irrelevant. Yeah, no longer are you to use the monopoly die. No, dude, it's, it's <laughs> ever history. Yeah, makes you cool. Well, <laughs> don't Oops. fail again, Richard. Did you get one success? God damn it! He's been astrogating way too much. Three advantage and a success! You got this time. Okay. I didn't get any fails. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you, we're not gonna roll well, but Nathaniel's gonna roll worse. <laughs> Hey, this is Richard, player QB Fox, and producer of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Sorry that audio issue happened for so long in the beginning. I cut it down to a reasonable point that was still within the bounds of whatever conversation we were having, and I didn't want to completely cut it off because I thought it was a little interesting. Uh, More interesting was the fact that we got so much backstory for Zero this time, and I thought that was great. I was completely engrossed in it. I couldn't even cut a little bit. 
because it's a good explanation for why droids exist in, well, at least this version of Twilight Imperium. There are no droids in the actual board game itself. Uh, like I said, we're using the system for Star Wars Edge of the Empire, and that has droids, and we wanted to incorporate it somehow. So the fact that we were able to weave in a history of over the last thousand years before our current thing that's going on in order to give droids a reason to exist in a universe that doesn't was nice thinking on the way of Chris. I, I really appreciate that and of course I was entertained like crazy for that thing anyway. Either way, uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up. There's Gosh, we're only on, like, this is episode 15. We just finished our, our session that was recording, like, 27 and 28. And boy, they are a doozy. So a couple of announcements besides that. Uh, I'm considering editing this podcast to be maybe twice a week. Uh, I mean, I don't have a lot of free time, but if a lot of the time is spent for me doing something that I love, for something that'll keep me active and give me a lot of, like, good, uh, long-form podcast experience, uh, that might be really nice. Uh, I'm considering it. Uh, you guys will know through the Twitter and, of course, over the fact that you'd get two episodes a week if we'd end up deciding to do it. Uh, it's, it's all, like, speculative up in the air. Uh, I said speculative wrong, and that's fine. Uh, so you guys will be the first to hear somehow. Uh, we'll talk about it. You'll, you'll find out. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, that's my bit this week, and uh, we're going to get into the episode. So see you at the end there. Uh, end credits. Roll them. So we so we got to when Daniel's like, well, he's gonna bust out my kid like this. This system is gonna be very easy to remember. The star is called Winu. The world is called Winu. The people are called. And people are called Winu. But who's on first? What's on second? What so um, news on first? The 29th day of the fourth month of the year Earth having basically defenses on every single planet, including Pluto, who yeah. is 
Planet somewhere planetoid now. Yeah. All right, I didn't know we were getting into the nitty gritty stuff. This this one. Uh, the uh, the the planet is covered in orbital stations and various other things. There are train ships going all around. Obviously, some of the moons in the system have orbital refineries on them, or something looks like the like ore ships are moving back and forth. But lots of military ships as well. Uh, one so, of the- so for a sense of how busy this is, is this like a New York City crossroad? Maybe like a Tokyo crossroad? Like a Tokyo crossroad. Yeah. Okay. Or like Shibuya or Akihabara? <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like take, the Winter Republic. Take a very crowded crossroad uh, and call it like that. The, uh, Times as, you approach, as you approach the planet Winu, uh, the cities on the planet are so large and extravagant, you can see uh, the lights from here. Um, some of the taller buildings you can also sort of make out. You can uh, make all the way from Earth buildings from orbit. How can we see things from space? They're just well, that big. Like on it's your display that massive. I mean, are they, are they actually so large that they're out of the atmosphere in some cases? I guess the upper floors could be vacuum sealed. Mm. That'd be That's awesome. Fair. Mm. I think they do that in like Borderlands or something. Mm. No reason why they couldn't. Uh, there is a planet in the TI universe that has a plant structure that actually stretches past the atmosphere. I think that would be interesting. That's really interesting. I think that would be really cool. But yes, the Winu have several towers like that that sort of stretch to the edge of the atmosphere. Uh, and they have sort of like almost like a helipad set up. <laughs> <laughs> ships can land there and pick up shipments from the planet side without having to go through the atmosphere. That's crazy. Wow. That is so crazy. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of engineering to make oh. a planet worthy of entering atmosphere, so this allows them to avoid that. Right. But it also, also takes a lot of engineering to make yeah. buildings. How do those buildings do stand up because of this square cube wall? <laughs> it's actually impossible with materials that we know yes. in the real world. Yeah. yeah. Dura steel. This is something that they can do. But hey, a thousand years down the road, who knows where we'll be at? Oh. Well, it's 3029 galactic years. Winaran calendar. Winaran calendar. Yes. So, how Same. many years that is from 2017? Well, it's obviously 5,000 years from now. Sure. Whatever. Could be a million years from now. Anyways, um,. Uh, none of the ships approach you in that terms. Remember whenever I say the ships approach you, they're still billions, millions of miles away. Uh, none of the ships really approach you. Uh, some of them send out little Morse codes of like, you know, uh, ship entering system acknowledge. What are you ha- What are you transponding as right now? I'm assuming Federation Trader. Yeah, Trader is usually the safest thing. Okay. We, um, we need to get a new transponder, guys. <laughs> you get a you get a uh, fairly uh, informal message via radio wave to make a steady orbit around the Winu planet and await further instructions. I send I send back a very succinct message, being like confirmed. Okay. I'm gonna roll soon. No antics by Caddix today. You want to make orbit? Yeah. That's no, okay. You know how to make orbit. Does not seem like the place. You're not no. I need to waste my bad rolls. <laughs> Uh, what, you, 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 you get five triumphs on a landing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where the job had to be. We did it. Thousand years of engineering. <laughs> so, so they're directing us towards their home world, like yes. one of one of these very tall platforms. Well, you haven't landed on the platform. You told us to take you to an orbit, orbit the planet. Now. Oh, I see. Which one landing rights yet? No. QB gets an orbit. They're, you're on their home world, but they haven't actually asked. They haven't told so you. you can your science slot such and such. Yeah. Get into orbit. Yes. Two years from now. What do you even say slot? They just said get into orbit. Now they, well, presumably, you it'd wait, be like air you wait in orbit for over an hour Ugh. before they finally hail your ship. Bureaucracy. Yeah. 
Finally, the, the light blinks on the comm system. Beep, beep. I've had like three cups of tea already. Cax is high balls. This is Winu Republic Representative Commissioner Ayla. Please state your business in the Winu Republic. What does uh, Ayla look like? There's no video feeds, oh, okay. it's just over the... Oh, that, that doesn't make it any fun. I like the video feeds better. <laughs> We're pre-Moran mercenaries. Mm. What is that to say? Mm. We're on a contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, basically, I just keep it pretty straightforward that okay. we're here for a contract, and we've been hired from the mercenary pre-war. Was straightforward? Yeah, I know. This Whoa. is kind of weird Whoa. for Cadex. I've had to stop you like three times. What's going on? Straightforward. Because he's got his he's <laughs> high as fuck right now. <laughs> That's how he stays civil. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I'm assuming I'm contract. assuming any any strain that we've had has kind of gone oh, back yeah. to yes, any, any strain. Barring barring the uh, uh, some, some of the strain of that good guy. Some of the some of that strain, dude. The good bug. Uh, yeah, you you actually, if you've been injured or whatever, you're healed by this point. So. Bless. Bless. <laughs> Oh yes, the mercenaries. You may land in the capital city of Winu. Hangar <laughs> Bay 4. Thank you. QB, QB cracks up audibly. <laughs> like the fact that it's Winu of Winu. They're of very, Winu. they're very, very, very posh. Eh? So is this, this planet's Winu as well? Yes. It's the Winu system, the Winu planet, and we're landing in Winu city. This is so, like Winu, what's past cube, to the power of four, I guess. So, so something tells me they're not very creative. <laughs> kind of sounds like Quebec in Quebec City. My, uh, my fault is actually that they're egotistic. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're like, like to keep mentioning their name. Yeah. What about Kansas City? That's but, not even in Kansas. But obviously the, the Winaran so race started with one person, so is his name Winu, and they just kept it ever since because he was like such a holy figure of Winarianess. Little do you know they're all Winu. That's the name. <laughs> uh, just like the Winu in our last thing. Was it Chris? That was Jordan. That was Jordan. Yeah. As you land, as you as the, as you begin your descent towards the planet of Winu, <laughs> towards the city of Winu. And the people uh, of Winu. <laughs> in the system of Winu. <laughs> um, this is the most extravagant city you have ever seen in your lives, I guarantee it. I um, guarantee it. This is the closest to a metro a real metropolitan city like we have right now that you've ever seen. Uh, any of your characters except maybe Zero have never really seen anything so high class. Um, there are hovering billboards displaying casinos and businesses. QB hates it. There are there are airships flying over Dirty the city, uh, projecting announcements of the of upcoming elections and upcoming uh, sports games and things like Winu that. Winu versus Winu. <laughs> uh, there are flashing lights uh, that would be blinding if you have windows, but you don't. <laughs> uh, the buildings Ooh. are towering skyscrapers. Even the most modest of what you presume are office buildings are, you know, seven times the size of the buildings you were had on Mole Primus. Um, yeah. Just to ask, mm-hmm. because these flashing lights, does this affect me? Because it must be getting off heat, like... Am I just like so taking strain, yeah, or my eyes like? You're a little dizzy. I can get a headache or something. Yeah. 
Even from inside the hull of the spaceship? Yeah, it's bright. And he can see through the hull. Oh, well, you know, I gave you those goggles last time. You should just wear those all the time. What do those help with? Wait, it blocks out some of the infrared. Well, it's not not just that, like, they're night vision and, and, like, spectrograph or whatever. They look like a nerd. Basically have sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah, but they're, they're like, way... You have to wear your sunglasses at night, but... So he can, so he can. (laughs) Yes. No, I'm just you're curious if you're if you're done with describing it yet, yeah. or oh, sorry. if I can. Yeah, you're still landing. Go ahead. You're still you're coming down. Okay, so 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 <laughs> Cat- off is high. <laughs> so so Cadix is seeing all this. I'm assuming through like view screens and stuff like that, yeah. right? And one thought crosses his mind. Yeah. New clothing. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, it's much better than nude clothing. Like so. I said, QB hates this. Oh. Like he's anti-establishment, anti. I'm about it. The I'm only reason cool. he respects Cadex in the slightest is because he got rocked in the face, and he heard about that later because he wasn't in the room. But <laughs> what is and what is it? What about Zero? Told him about it. <laughs> what does Zero and Bug think about it? I think it's kind of cool. I think it's neat. Uh, I would describe it as neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the technology is probably insane on everything that's going on. Right. It just, I want to know how. Right. Like the hologram projection and stuff? Yeah, like I'd like to just talk to someone, be maybe try to find someone that is as smart as me that I can just figure out how that's to... Impossible. <laughs> I know, I know it's a hard ask. Nobody's uh, as smart as a bug. But just someone to uh, be able to like know how they did it Maybe I can use. I'm thinking maybe I can use That's this technology for something on our ship. That's an interesting question, and you should try asking. Someone that's really. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's it's what I want to do. Good job. Uh, insofar as Zero can feel anything at all, <laughs> finds this comfortably familiar. Okay. But he's also thinking about the fact that there's now a remote chance that someone might recognize him. Mm. Right. Mm. Mm. So I'm guessing zero a shopping trip with buddies would be off the table. Mm. I don't know. Have we discussed no. in no. character? No. We I don't think so. any of us have discussed any of our um, obligation stuff between each other yet. You must know something about it, though. Yeah, we like. I'm we, I think it's not share, but I'm assuming when you share with me, and you guys have the same yeah. sort of personal. Well, well, actually, the days between travel, we say nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, nothing. I don't think it's, it's relative towards Just like play to, silent poker. to no, have to a, talk to each other over the podcast even like i think we're, we've all gotten close we've all yeah. we're all like yeah, i mean we've been with each other for a while so we like we're, we're friends in a sense i i think that the fact from this guy, i think that the fact that zero has a bounty on his head is something he would keep to himself though okay. yeah yeah we yeah, would, but he might have shared something about you might have shared something about your registry something about yeah. how you might I, I think I think I've probably talked with Bug at least yeah. about yeah. robots in general like that history that we yeah. went through probably bits and pieces of it have come out find it interesting at the very least Hylor Robotics is is uh, is printed onto Stand your to your hand, hand. So, and I would assume oh. I kind of know about in, of him in ultraviolet ink though oh in okay. in game though oh in Which game i would assume i kind of know about him like i i feel like i would have picked up on on yeah. this like even though historical robotics classes yeah, yeah who hasn't <laughs> even even though i grew up on mole primus like i still or at least flew to Mole, Mole Primus. So I know of, of out of what we discussed, out of stuff. what I discussed today, you probably all have at least an inkling about the history of robotics. But about my specific situation, you probably well, just like, why is an assassin droid well, hanging out with us anyways? Let, let's kind of put it this way: we we've encountered droids on multiple occasions. 
And the fact remains that all of these droids that we've encountered, other than the one on Hope's End, are not the one we're looking for. Has not been up to the caliber to which you are at. Yeah. yeah. And it that that's clear as day. Yeah. So there's like <coughs> There's something up with you, and the fact that people don't even acknowledge you in conversation, they don't register that you're an individual, um, they don't even invite you to their fan clubs for crazy orgies. And I stuff wonder like why. That. <laughs> like, I keep asking. So, so it's just it's just stuff. Like, even if you don't tell us, like, I'm I'm a, I'm pretty sure at least myself in QB can. No, QB does not care. He's oblivious to well, that. As long as he doesn't die, he's can I don't presume think that knows. there's something special about you that you're not really wanting to say. Not, not that it matters. Again, I think Bug would know, but I just wouldn't care to say anything. I just, like, it wouldn't matter to me because, again, like he's just individual to himself. It's not like he's trying to kill us, and like we, I, I feel like I've kind of seen that mercy side of him. So. I think I just like it's not it's not relevant. Just one. It's not <laughs> like yeah, not that it's relevant to the story. I just that's what I would kind of do with it. You just be like, okay, like I know who you are, whatever. I don't know your whole story, but I don't really care as long as you're not going to get us killed. Uh, jumping off of that point, I Quite think the opposite. I think QB uh, when he gets to a new place, he's very excitable and he takes in the sights and like doesn't exactly notice what's going on with everybody else. So he probably hasn't seen mm-hmm. as you're just like, oh, I don't want to look at you. Or even when the people haven't really looked at you, he's only really noticed when he's like, that guy was a jerk. And QB goes to the stops and goes. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Like not yeah. like QB's like really he's just dumb or anything. Just he's just very excitable about yeah. most things. Anyways, so Zero is thinking about <laughs> it, but he probably doesn't say anything. Right. Yep. The hangar is very nice, uh, very well kept, very clean. Uh, not there's no cargo crate sitting out open, anything like is there that. A carpet. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carpet no. gets dirty. Yeah, it gets dirty. No, it's it's, it's, bots. it's shiny. It's shiny metal floors all the way around in the hangar. Can I can I lift the floor? <laughs> Bug lifts the floor. No. Okay. Go ahead. Are you high now? You, you have to roll for the guidance of some of his decency. <laughs> you catch a disease and die in jail. It's like no. It's clean enough to eat off of. Look. Oh, I'm dead. Guys, <laughs> I, I swear. I've been eating off this floor all day. It's so. <laughs> it's so clean. <laughs> Your ship has landed, um, and out on the view screens you can see a, uh, a delegation of about four or five five uh, women who have gathered. They're dressed very fastly. Uh, their ears are covered in earrings all the way down. The ones cool. hanging from their lobe. These are male. These are they're all male. Okay. Uh, they have like really huge like like hoop earrings <laughs> kind of going on. But they have like they have like jewels inside them. Yeah. Are they humanish? Yeah, they're humanish. Um, the they're, all about, they're all about six to six and a half feet tall. Okay, so like all completely height. bald. Um, I don't like bald guys. Uh, they have they have like they have like no eyebrows or anything. They're 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 uh, they're uh, skin no is kind of the skin is kind of like a weird kind of like light purple. So they're not like mammalian as far as we can immediately see because they no, have no hair. No, their skin strikes you of a more reptilian <clears throat> almost okay. kind of feel to them in the way. Hmm. They have a very graceful way of walking, but maybe that's just because these are delegates or whatever. As I, as I recall, the skin looks smooth. It's not yeah. a patchwork like a lizard or a chameleon. No. Are these just but like it, light but it looks harder yes. than flesh. Yes. Ooh, so like a frog, but hard. Yeah. Uh, their irises are purple, actually. That like the That's color. Cool. Um, 
And like I said, and they're covered, and these guys are covered in jewels, bracelets, and bangles, and their robes are very fancy, sort of flowing. There's a light breeze, obviously, outside, because as they enter the hangar, and you can see they're, they're blowing. They look brushing their they non-existent hair. In other words. Yes. Cool. Just like the planet Swim- itself. Yes. Swimming in the air. They look like douchebags. <laughs> Captain douchebags. They stand, they, they come to, they come to, like, about... 10 meters away from where the ha- the hatch would lower, and they stop. And they just stand there. Um, Caddox gets up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... Yeah, I get up. Not referring to myself in mm-hmm. third person. Um, kind of kind of get my stuff all prim and proper. Get bare, looking all nice and pretty. <laughs> walk over How to the long plat- do you take for this? <laughs> walk, walk over to the, uh, to the platform and push the button. Mm. To have it open. And as the hatch lowers, they do a, a bend. They, they, they bend in a very odd way. Their their neck kind of seems rather independent of their shoulders, and they're able to kind of like bend their neck a little bit further Ew. than we might be able to without their shoulders bending over. And then they reach back up. And you almost get the sense that they, they seem to have extra vertebrae when they bend that kind of fold in as they come Maybe. back. Maybe. As come back as they rise. And they have sort of very kind of placid faces. It's very hard to read exactly what they're shining. Are they being friendly? Are they being like Formal, inquisitive? mocking? Yeah. Who can tell? But they have that sort of pencil smile on them. No teeth showing, just kind of like a, a line across. Hmm. I take a uh, quick bow and return, kind of doing like that. Kirk took a bow. That was like I felt it here, even yeah. though it was my net. Yeah. Alright, so have you all descended the ramp? Uh, no, Q- I think Q- we're all waiting uh, for the captain. Okay, yeah. so you're on the ramp. Yeah, I, okay. I kind of went forward with this. Uh, greetings. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming introductions are not necessary at this point. Greetings, trader of the winds. My name is Salah. It is good to welcome you to the Winu Republic. Sala. It's a pleasure to meet you, Sala. Did I pronounce that correctly? It is close. <clears throat> Perfect. Mm-hmm. My name is Caddix. Uh, Captain Caddix, or just Caddix if you prefer. That is an unusual name for your species. I'm an unusual person. Cat. Person. Cat. I can. You must understand, we have confused messages. Your transponder reads as a federation ship, but you have told us that you are mercenaries from Primor. Correct, yes. Um, we've had some difficulty with the transponder. We tried to repair it mm. uh, a few weeks back, and unfortunately it got stuck in the configuration of the Federation. I see. Yes. If your technician is not up to par, we have technicians on we knew that might be able to fix your transponder. I step in. Uh, I've, I've been trying to fix it. I know I can. I just... I need some parts. Uh, some... Some... Mechanical hey, parts. They're next, spare they're next to the weird growth thing again. They bow towards you as you approach. Maybe a spare transponder? Mm. Per- perhaps the, uh, the, eyes, the eyes that see all. It is good to see a representative of the barony again. I I give them um, a kind of awkward bow. I hunch my back mm-hmm. a little. <clears throat> I say, th- thank you. Uh, so QB's feet were up, like just kind of like listening in on this. And he goes, 
All right, they're getting titles. I really want to see what mine would be. And he, he uh, tosses his hair a little bit, oh, no. walks down the ramp, and goes, uh, Hey! Oh, oh, no. All the when you take a few steps back. Oh, no. The diseased one. Yep. Nope. <laughs> no, we are not. Nope. I am. Hang on. Let me go remedy this situation a little bit. And then I go and put my spacesuit and I come back up. Then come back up. Okay, that's better. I, I know, like, the rest of my crew is obviously not diseased with, with the, the disease that I would potentially have if I was the issue. Think, and think for, we should, uh, for what it matters, I can vouch for him. Okay. So yes, as I was saying. I apologize, dog one. It is unusual to have low-class species visit this planet. That's, uh, that's something I wanted to hear, but can I at least take my suit off? That is acceptable. So I give, it off and come back. I give another bow for more acknowledgement and say, uh, if you have any mechanics or, or shops I could check out, and I could fix our transponder so there's no more confusion in the future. We will see that a royal attendant sees to your transponder. But perhaps even uh, it might be just simpler to get a, you know, like a new transponder. Perhaps uh, any... I'm, I'm sure... Uh, planet such as yours has a lot of trade shops available. Yes, we could install something like that. That'd be fabulous. Maybe, maybe, uh, strangely enough, Zero has been staying out of sight inside the (laughs) ship. Hmm. (laughs) There are just the three of you? We we have a fourth, but uh, I believe he's on his uh, recharge cycle, as it may be. He's been deactivated. For this long journey we've had, he, he's she's currently on standby mode. He's like he's a metaphor. He's sleeping. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ha ha. Good joke. Yeah, we we, we try. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Um, but as to do with business, you can speak with the three of us. And uh, as far as anything else, um, if we need him, we'll wake him up. Right. I will take you to the administration building so we may speak about the contract. Follow me. Uh, uh, just, just one moment. I, I know I know this uh, isn't really a big issue, but uh, something really dear to my heart. Um, I haven't had really uh, the chance or opportunity to get some uh, new, pretty fabulous clothing recently. Yes, your clothes are unsightly. I understand. <laughs> the, the, the moment I saw... I laid eyes on your planet. I knew instantly. Shops. That is interesting. I will have an orderly bring you a new wardrobe by this afternoon. That would be fabulous. Mm. Okay. Catus is excited. Kimmy's feeling like crap uh, because he just lower got life form. lower, lower class, and lower life form. That's like such a diss. Uh, see, the thing is, I don't know if QB wants to even go because, like, these guys are. Caddix is super into this. All right. Um, well, you could always hang out with Zero, who I, for some reason has decided that he shouldn't be visible. Yeah, who okay. knows why? All right. So, okay, fine. How about this? Uh, QB is going to stay in the ship with Zero. He's going to do that old militaristic thing of taking your gun apart, cleaning it, putting it back together, and then taking oh. it apart and putting it back together 800 okay. million times to see how fast right. he can do it. Okay. Uh, so he's going to be doing that okay. because he's... Uh, Captain, I'm going to stay on the ship. Just if you need me, uh, tell me where you are, I'll find you. Yeah, no right. problem. Okay. 
So the two of you are going yep. with them then. Yep. Okay. Are you armed? Oh yeah. One, two. Yes. <laughs> that got it. Zero, meanwhile, has sat down in the calm seat yeah. and is for some reason, scanning through all the news reports and looking at job postings, trying to sort of get a sense of, I don't know, how many bounty hunters there might be in the mm. area. Ah. I like it. I nice. like it. That's the specific job. But was like, God damn it. God <laughs> it. I spend a destiny point uh, to get you the ship. <laughs> Bounty hunter's behind you. No, he's below you. He's below you. He's He's watching from the table. (laughs) Anyways, Zero's um, okay with this. Anyways, um, he leads you down. He leads you down a uh, a busy a busy main street. Um, There are uh, vehicles going this way and that. Uh, like I said, bright lights, that kind of thing. Are they flying? Am I vehicles? able to somehow? No, there's no hover sneak Do you really want to sneak off? Uh, I wouldn't mind. Should probably wait until yeah, not... like a party of five is going to ask uncomfortable questions All right. about where you disappeared to. It's like sure. um, you said you had three. Where did the other two go? <laughs> Well, he, I'm assuming he's, they saw the star go back in the ship. Yeah, yeah. So. Just right. call the lower life form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed outside. Considering outside. how they reacted to you, it's actually probably for the best. Yes. People on the street might Especially since I was probably going to have my guns on me anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they lead you down this main street to, like, some kind of administration building, like I said. They lead you in the front desk and the... the uh, the leader of the pack, as it were, chirps something to the sec- that you, this lady at the desk that you can only assume is a secretary. By the way, you haven't seen any non-Winu here. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah. Um, and you're led into like an elevator, basically. You must be going to like the top floor because it takes a while. Uh, I've heard this song. It's Upsy, you're lifting friend. 7,534 floors later. (laughs) Oh no, we're in his gooey innards. That's a joke, me and Kirk again. You get off off in like the 30th floor and you're led into a really fancy, very very posh sort of uh, administrative office. Uh, very comfy, like leather seats. Um, you sit down, and there's and the chair, the big chair's turned away from you in classic, oh, like come on. movie fashion, facing towards the window. Does he have a cat on his lap <laughs> into the city beyond? That's right. There's very important kitty. question: When we sit down in these leather seats, do they squeak? Yes. <laughs> do they make a squeak like? No, they don't. So they're worn in leather. Yeah. Aww. The, the, Not that posh. The, they're perfectly worn in. Yes. Right. When you sit down in them, they feel comfortable, but they look beautiful. My my fab level went up from here down to like a little bit down here. Aww. It's not supposed to squeak for proper office furniture. Yeah. You're dealing with low class leather if it squeaks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. This is yeah exactly. This is. Okay. It went from cool. there to like back up to here. Okay. <laughs> The man in the chair swivels around so he's facing you. It's Queen! <laughs> he does not have a cat. Doctor, you <laughs> uh, It's Queen for episode one. Oh. No! <laughs> I think he's gonna come back. Just, just saying, he's gonna come uh, back. It's the guy in the blue armor from the fixed <laughs> It's Cecilo, who I think he's also on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's of the actual description. It's Zero. 
Okay. Guy turns around. Fifth zero all along. <laughs> While you were doing whatever, I became prime minister. It's of your Hitler. evil twin. One. <laughs> she would also be zero. Divides by negative one. I don't know. Divides by negative zero. Into can't <laughs> divide by zero. <laughs> can't divide. <laughs> Multiply as in yes. All right, we get it. Yeah. Moving on. Does divides by zero have a problem understanding his own name, or does he understand the irony of it? Green. Okay. Greetings, mercenaries. I am Chief Administrator Thala. It is good to meet you. I suppose. I am a very busy man, and I have four appointments within the next hour and a half alone. But I will get you through the basic information so that you can succeed to this great task for the glory of the Winu Republic. I will assume that you are well acquainted with all the star systems in this area, so I will skip that part of the briefing. There are three places I need you to visit. The first place, and you can do them in any order, as you see efficient. The first place is the Vega star system. Hmm. The Vega Corporation has rejected all of our offers to buy them out. This upsets me. You will sabotage the latest prototype, which they will be showing off to investors tomorrow. No, that's not right. Next week. But tomorrow will be too late. You may not make it. We're in flight. <laughs> be there fast. We are demonstrating a new type of hovercraft. You will ensure that this hovercraft fails terribly. Only complete satisfaction will give you the money. The second place is the system Look at my map. <laughs> <laughs> this wow, system. this guy is screwed. <laughs> the system Alpha Tempest. There you will find a planet called Tempesta. They are they are working with experimental warp coils there, which is supposed to expedite the warp technology by twenty years. Mm. You will prove that they are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be the same without uh, the X? Prove. I'm literally gonna write. Prove they're full of shit. Wait, I think we all wrote that. <laughs> I, li I like his succinctness uh, succinct on this night. You will turn your recording device on, and when the world understands that Tempesta is complete nonsense, they will return to renew Proportion Industries. The final place is. The system next to them, Beta Tempest. There is a system called Bellatrix. They are a top-notch military-grade manufacturer in many things such as combat droids, Ooh. tanks, helicopters, fighter crafts. You get the idea. They have actually accepted our offer to be annexed into the Republic. But unfortunately, they have suffered from a wide light of refugees from a nearby space station. Oh no. We would like these refugees removed from Bellatrix. The Republic is not violent. And unless it comes to killing potential saboteurs, of course. We do not want these refugees harmed in any way. See if there is a diplomatic way to remove them. And if that does not work, threaten them with excessive force. And if that does not work, tell them that you they will be shot in the head or something. What, whatever you mercenary type. Isn't that threat? 
uh, threaten ask, them and ask, then tell them you'll shoot them. Ask the if there's time limits on the other two. Because I didn't catch that. Oh, captain like thing. You have a couple of minutes to ask me questions before you be escorted back downstairs. I was thinking maybe time limit and like why so, does he want to be asking character? We have a there. week for Vegas. No, I'm just I'm just You can you can go ahead and ask them, Bug. Uh, I don't I don't think I should. Oh, okay. I, uh, I wouldn't. Anyways. Okay. Now timeline, time frame for each of these jobs to be done. Um, obviously you're stating that this uh, one on Vega probably needs to be done first because of the close proximity to the uh, test. The showcase is exactly one week from today. That is your timeline. The Tempesta coils would probably be the next urgent one. Their demonstration will be in the next month or two. Full of shit. (laughs) The Bellatrix refugees need to be dealt with. But we have no idea what that would entail. Let's do that one first. Why, why do you think they're so full of shit? The Tempesta Propulsion Agency? Correct. Because it is true. Next question. You, you, you don't question the wooden uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Amen. Got me there. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get the finer details of the contract fee. If all three quests are done to win new satisfaction, Quest. your payment will be 1.5 million credits. I have no, what is what is new satisfaction? Cat kind of like chokes down a that little hairball there. It's like 1.5 million credits. No, we do satisfaction is very specific. I assume that means if we sabotage the hovercraft, it can't have a bullet hole in it. Very, very OCD. Well, why don't you ask yeah. what we new satisfaction yeah. means? Uh, now, now I, I have my kind of parameters of completionism. Yes, which is probably much lower than mine, but I understand. I will look past that insult. However, I would like to get a general gauge of exactly what you're looking for. Are you looking for kind of, these things are done, but we were never there? Exactly. And in no way can they be traced back to the Winu Republic. So you don't want us to leave a little note saying, done by your friendly neighborhood Winuans. Winarans, my apologies. We are not Winarans, and you will refrain from using that term here. Ask what to refer to them as and apologize. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a little bit new to the system, my apologies. Obviously. What, your apologies accepted. What may I refer to as, so I may not insult. You may more. call us the Winu. The Winu. Okay. Wow. Touchy. Jeez. <laughs> We're new. <laughs> Done for notes today. <laughs> it must be subtle too. Do not leave little bullet holes in all of the vehicles around which you're going to. Yeah! We called it! Peak it must like be done with expertise and careful timing. It must look like they were corporate oversights and not sabotage. And if this is not done to the new satisfaction? Then I will deny having ever met you. And no one will believe you. So we have to do it all perfect or else we don't get paid at all. These guys are douchebags. (laughs) That's a rich douchebag. I know, that's why I'm fucking up to them so hard. Wait, wait. (laughs) 
As a expert. 1.5 million credits. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> 1,000 gigawatts. <laughs> so oh my credits looks like. It looks like oh. a cruiser. <laughs> yeah. As in. As an expert in computers and mechanics and all that myself, he holds back a chuckle. I sense some ignorancy in your voice. <laughs> you have make, I, you I make a straight the, face. You make the funny jokes with that nerve. Please continue with what you were saying. I stare him down. <laughs> Is there something else you'd like to say? Not particularly, no. But you have two more minutes. As I was saying. Yes. Are there any shops where I can get some materials? What materials or tools? do you need? Something that might help us with these missions to make sure they're done to with new satisfaction. I give a little If bow. you can think of a specific component, we will have it delivered to your ship immediately. Sometimes. We have to read the book. Huh? No, no, let, no, let's see. Um, is there stealth technology? And the GM can tell you there's nothing really you need that you don't already have. Uh, and now I'm stuck in this accent <laughs> and I'm going to lose it. Okay, okay, just... Can we just, like, freeze time for a sec? I just need to... <laughs> and flip back to see Ooh. what Zero and QB are doing. Yeah, 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 can yeah I, just a second, yeah, I, yeah. Just a second, I am going to go back to what QB okay. and Zero are doing. Uh, QB is putting his gun and taking it apart together. <laughs> uh, and he, I guess, looks around and he, there's screens like we can see the screens like he's hmm. not like peeking over zero shoulder or whatever but he's noticed like out of like maybe like corner of a thing saying like bounty or like job <laughs> or like something of that effect which can pique his interest after looking over every so often and seeing like similar words or that kind of thing happen. suddenly zero's head snaps in your direction <laughs> and he reaches behind him with one arm while he continues to type with the other <laughs> shuffles with one hand Statement. You look bored. Why don't you play a game? <laughs> oh. Here. He, sh- he quickly deals you in for a hand of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while he continues to work. He, he starts playing with you. Fair. Uh, okay, I got three let's see how zeros. Let's see how zero search comes up. But to what percentile are you focusing on your search, and what percentile are you focusing on the game? Is it 50-50, like 40-60? He's got a dedicated subroutine for poker. I got three of a kind. He has a flush. <laughs> God. He, he, he may have rigged the, uh, oh, the shuffling for that. He stacks the deck, yeah. How would you tell? Yeah, count. <laughs> okay, three he's of always, a kind. He's always counting. Second attempt. So nothing on a cursory scan. You did like a Google search. Nothing really came up. So now you now you're going on. Uh, now you're going on DuckDuckGo. As he's still as he's still searching. Uh, what are you there doing? Playing cards. No, you're looking for like more jobs or bounties or something. Like he stands up to get a better view of maybe the screen. Uh. Uh, you Are find, you trying to see my cards? You find <laughs> what I'm interested in. You find you find presumably what you're looking for. There's a warning poster, although it's way down on some page. Uh, the picture looks like you. Um, and hey, that like, looks like you. <laughs> Uh, Statement: All droids look like uh, me. Warning: no. illegal, illegal escaped hardware. 
Kiwi stands up. I quick. I quickly you wouldn't be close. Wanted. 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 wanted uh, in, intact or discomposed. It, it doesn't matter. Like a robot that looks in general like another robot. He's looking at us specifically. Is, is that like something you're looking? Yeah. Is that something you're looking for? Is that maybe you? A flash. You already got a flush last time. I will get a flush every single hand. That's absolutely fair, except it's not. What are you looking for? Statement. I am looking for an alternate shell. Uh, okay, I don't believe you, especially since it said that was illegal, but fine. Uh, Statement. Let's play there are only illegal shells for something like myself. Is that why you didn't leave the ship? Statement. There's nothing on Winu that I'm interested in. Well, maybe avoiding capture is something you're interested in. Query. What makes you think that anyone would want to capture me? If you're illegal, and, uh, you know, we're getting closer to the core, uh... Statement. You've known that I'm illegal from the moment you met me. Every single person that you've ever met who knew anything about me has stated that I'm highly illegal. Statement. I am highly illegal. I guess I just never noticed that before. I'm very excitable, I'm sorry. Statement, and not too bright. That's not true. I go back to what I was like. Wow, the insults are piling up on QB today. Well, because he's like pretty much, uh, like, oh. Okay. He's doing it to himself. 1.5 million credits seems like a great deal for the potentially small amount of work that is facing our crew. But how hard will these jobs actually be? And what will they have in store for the future? Find out next time on Twilight QB Fox and producer of Twilight Imperium Renegades. This is an original story written by Nathaniel Kiefer, our uh, GM. Again, it's produced by Richard Jellison. Uh, this setting is inspired by Twilight Imperium and is created by Christian T. Peterson. TI 4th edition is coming in the next year, so if you're interested in this, take some time to play an eight hour long board game. It's one of the best things you can play. Uh, this tabletop system used here is an adapted version of the 2012 Star Wars Edge of the Empire system. Songs used during this podcast are done by Maxo. You can find them at patreon.com slash maxo or levelmusicmaxo.bandcamp.com uh, You can find all their music. The songs used here are Vast Space, Breakneck Subway, and Frozen Foot. If you'd like to keep listening to the show, we're currently on a couple different platforms. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to us. You can follow us on Twitter at T.I. Renegades or use the hashtag T.I. Renegades in order to converse about the show share it let's get the word out for it because this is really cool we're putting a lot of work into this and we're having a lot of fun and we tweet out when a new episode comes out we'll let you know in the future any updates will be posted there any links to the show on various platforms that we put them on will also be there so keep an eye on that for any updates 